0: Kia ora and welcome to the Dawn Chorus on the Kaka. I'm Bernard Hickey. This is my daily podcast and email newsletter that goes out to paid subscribers. And you can see a lot more in the email newsletter of what I'm about to talk about, including all the details and quotes. I wanted to talk today about public transport subsidies. It's in the news because on the way into Parliament yesterday, National leader Christopher Luxon was asked whether the 50% discounts on bus and train fares that were announced at last month along with the 25 cents a litre cut in fuel taxes uh, should be extended. Now, either it could be extended beyond three months or it could actually be increased to more than 50%. There are calls for 100% subsidy on bus and train fares around, particularly in Auckland, in the Merrill campaign. So Christopher Luxon came back and said that he thought it was a good idea for now to help people with the cost of Living crisis, but that it would have to be revisited. He went on to say that public transport had to effectively wash its own face, and he implied that it shouldn't be uh, receiving any public subsidies at all, unless it could stack up. Uh, he criticised the um, the new commuter rail service from Auckland to Hamilton and uh, was then asked about the existing public subsidies for public transport. Just to go into the background here, when you jump on a bus or a train and you pay out your few dollars, uh, usually, in fact, almost always... There's a subsidy behind that fare, uh, from both the council in which the bus and train is operating and New Zealand, the New Zealand Transport Agency, Waka Kōtahi. And every year, Waka Kōtahi collects a whole bunch of money from motorists who pay fuel levies and road user charges. That money is put into a fund called the National Land Transport Fund. And it's used to repair roads and also to subsidise public transport. So that's in the form of um, a little bit on everyone's fares, but also helping to pay for buses and trains and rail tracks and all of the things that go around public transport. This is a long-running public subsidy of public transport, a bipartisan approach in which the National Land Transport Fund is proposed as a hypothecated fund. So what that means is that uh, the fund pays for public transport subsidies and road repairs out of road user charges and uh, fuel levies. Um, So therefore, public subsidies for public transport do not come from taxpayer funds or the general pool of taxpayer funds. That is um, something that's been going for decades. So the suggestion from the opposition leader that he didn't think that public transport should be subsidised implied that he didn't know they were really subsidised and uh, begs the question how much he has thought about this issue of subsidising public transport, its effect on climate change and what role it plays in a just transition. Uh, he was then asked... Um, what he thought of uh, the existing public subsidies and he said he hadn't thought about it much. Uh, this surprises me because Christopher Luxon is the former CEO of Air New Zealand and he went on to say that he didn't think public transport should be subsidised by the government which um, is strange given that Air New Zealand is 51% owned by the government has been bailed out at least once if not twice, in the last 20 years or so, um, particularly if you count the more than $300 million worth of freight subsidies, much of which have gone to Air New Zealand, and the billion dollars worth of loans and equity that has been pumped or is being pumped into Air New Zealand to help it deal with uh, COVID. Uh, so um, for the former CEO of E New Zealand to say that a public transport operation couldn't be subsidised by the government is ironic, to say the least. And to say that he didn't see necessarily the need for subsidising public transport at a time when his own party has voted for the Carbon Zero Act, which commits New Zealand to getting to zero emissions by 2050 and will inevitably according to everyone who's looked at the problem, involve a shift from driving cars to riding on buses and trains and bikes and walking. Now, Christopher Luxon also said that he was in favour of mode shift. But uh, everyone who looks at this area understands that to do that mode shift, public transport will have to be subsidised. And there will have to be public investments in all sorts of infrastructure to make that happen. It's not going to happen on its own. Particularly when the National Party under Luxon has pledged to remove the fuel levy in Auckland, which helps go to pay for that public transport. has pledged to remove the uh, clean car uh, rebate scheme, which it calls the UTE tax, which has helped increase the number of electric cars, which has pledged to stop the Auckland uh, uh, light rail uh, project, and which has pledged to build more motorways. Now, this um, was leapt on by the government immediately after yesterday afternoon's comments. Grant Robertson uh, uh, queried Christopher Luxon on uh, the potential effects on consumers who are struggling with high costs of living if they were to see a removal of that public transport subsidy effectively not just a doubling of bus and train fares but uh, significantly more than that more like a quadrupling and uh, the future of uh, public transport uh, costs was uh, something he was concerned about Michael wood also had a crack as did Julian Genta from the Green Party uh, this for me is a an example of where a A politician who has been in parliament for not very long, uh, was made a leader of a opposition party. It's described as the toughest business in politics because in many ways you have to be across every policy area because you're going to get queried on it by the media and voters and everyone else. And essentially it's a long test. Of a politician's ability to master the policy detail to understand the policy issues and to have a credible set of uh, policies in place uh, that could be enacted when in government so to answer the question about extending a fifty percent public subsidy on bus and train fares by first saying that uh, buses and trains shouldn't necessarily be subsidised and that he hadn't thought about it much is not the sort of comments you'd see from a very experienced politician who spent years and years looking at public policy issues and he will have to do better to convince voters that National is in a position to govern from November or so of next year. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was the Dawn Chorus for Wednesday the 13th of April on the Kaka. Thank you to the paid subscribers to the Kaka for uh, supporting the work I do covering housing affordability, climate change and child poverty. And just a heads up, there's quite a bit more in today's Dawn Chorus around this issue of rising inequality particularly between the old and the young and uh, also some surprising news out of the University of Otago who studied asbestos pipes in Christchurch saying that there are uh, asbestos fibres leaking into the water supply in Christchurch which it said is not at currently dangerous levels uh, and also commented that there are 9,000 asbestos pipes in New Zealand's water system that would cost two billion dollars to replace. Kakita